everybody, welcome to Simply Stogies. We are here with Dwight Atkins, owner of Fat Ash Cigar Lounge, Ashland, Kentucky. We're here for the Mile Kentucky Herb. Welcome back to the program. Thank you. Thank you, Jane. So this is a little bit different. So today's Friday, it's the day before the event, but you have what you're calling the B&M Expo. Correct, the Brick and Mortar Expo. It's, it's an experiment. Tell me about it, what is it? Well, uh, James, you know, we always try to improve on what we've done. And so <clears throat> starting last year, we were trying to think of the ways that we can tweak the event, make it better, and that didn't just necessarily mean make it better for us. Uh, we want to make it better for everybody. Uh, and, and everybody includes these manufacturers and the reps and the cigar community at large, the, the uh, other brick and mortar shops. Yeah. And so I already have this wonderful venue. It was already booked. I already paid for it. And so I just kind of checked around with the reps and said, hey, would you guys since you're going to be in town anyway, would you like to have a day where you can meet other brick and mortar shops and uh, give them some deals and introduce them to it? So uh, that's that's what we're doing. That's what we're attempting to do. We've got several retailers here, and uh, so we'll see how it goes. We're excited about it. And it's super important for you guys out there to understand why this is important to you guys out there. It allows your shops, your local shops, who may not get to interact with certain reps or certain brands, the opportunity to try new things, try new brands. You really subscribe to a rising tide raises all ships. That's, you know, we, we want to be positive. We want to, you know, be, encourage those around us. I mean, there's so much uh, to be discouraged about. Constantly we're bombarded with negative things. And so if, if we can do something positive and, and, and make it make a difference that way, that's what we want to do, James. How has the response been from other B&Ms? The other brick and mortars have been incredibly gracious and, and uh, receptive. Uh, we've, we've already had several through the door today. They've, they've driven a long way. You know, these shops aren't on top of this venue. They're, most of them are uh, at least an hour, two hours, some three hours and more away. And so they've been great. There's, there's a shop here in particular that I just want to give a shout out to. Uh, on your go for uh, it on your broadcast um, I really want to say thank you uh, to executive cigar lounge in Simpsonville uh, Kentucky uh, they're uh, close to three hours from here they actually closed their shop uh, to be here today and tomorrow which is wow. just incredible but that's how much they enjoyed our consumer show in the past they're great friends of the lounge and they have a, a wonderful wonderful lounge as well that's awesome see where I come from, the shops don't get along. They all kind of are at each other's throats and they don't want to share customers. And so it's refreshing to find shops like yours, shops like Capital Cigar in uh, uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, that want to get along with all of the shops around them. That's what it takes, James. It, it, you say the shops in your area don't get along. It takes one of them. One of them says, I'm going to change that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fight against this. I'm going to say, hey, you're my brothers and sisters of the leaf. We're all in this together. There's plenty to go around and uh, and just change change the culture. I mean, that's what it takes. I don't, I don't believe that it has to be that way. You know, it might be that way now, but it doesn't have to be that way tomorrow. Right. <clears throat> Would you consider this a success? This, this, I know you said it's an experiment. You wanted to try this expo, see how it went. Is it a success to the point where you'll do it again next year? You know, 
I want uh, to, there's, there's a lot of changes going on around here. I hope it's a success. The way that I'll judge is if it's a success is if these retailers that have come today and the manufacturers that are here today, if they think it's a success. Uh, this really doesn't, uh, there's no, uh, there's not a revenue stream for me today. I, I, don't, I don't have a way to measure it financially. Um, but if, if they're happy, uh, if everybody that's involved, the customers and the retailers and the, the manufacturers are happy, then, then it is a success. I'm happy and we will <clears throat> do something again next year, whether it's the expo or a, a giant party. I don't know. We'll do something there because I love seeing people come together. If you are in a lounge, you know the lounge owner, or if you are a lounge owner, and this is something that appeals to you, it's different than the trade show it's more intimate it's everyone's got the same booth the same table the same space it's a great place for you to get in front of new faces and brands that you may not have tried get a hold of dwight fat ash cigar lounge and say hey i'm interested in coming next year second weekend of may every year yep this thing is awesome so now let's talk about the event itself because okay. I, I i want people to come here but most of our listeners are consumers you got to come to the show. You've got to come to the show. This is bigger than it was last year. How many vendors do you have this year? Uh, we have tw 24 different cigar brands represented. I think we have maybe 35 total, maybe close to 40 vendors. Um, I'm a little embarrassed. I'm not sure because people have called at the last minute and wanted to be a part of it. And, um, you know, it's my old Kentucky Herf. And if it's a business, I actually have a good friend that, that is in the insurance business and he called me the other day and he was talking to me. I said, why don't you come and set up the herb? That's going to be a great way to meet people. So there's actually an insurance agent that's here. If you stop by and let him write you a, a quote, just a quote, or if you already do business with their brand, they're going to give you a free cigar. And Can't so beat that. I just, they're local, you know, they're, it's, they're part of the community. Now we talked last year about how Ashland, Kentucky, and this is no offense to Ashland at all because I've come from Iowa. We are all nothing but small towns. This is a small town. Yeah. And there is nothing uh, within two hours of thereabouts. I think Cincinnati is about a two and a half hour drive. And then West Virginia uh, is right across the river. But this is a small community. I mean, this is the Boyd County Convention Center. Yep, Boco. How important is it to the local economy that you do this every year and you, you bring guys in and like the insurance agent he's part of it. it's it's huge James and and I spoke with another friend we're actually together on a on the tourism board for Boyd County um, and we were talking and I said I really don't know if there's too many places that could do something like this and it's because of the support from the local government they let us use this building uh, you know they let us rent this building and also, though, just the cigar community, the local community at large, it, it's very, very important. And uh, I'm just, we have so many volunteers that they didn't just say, hey, if you need anything, you know, you've heard that one. If you need anything, let me know. Let me know. It's not that. No. It's they have begged me, how can I help? They've been here. Uh, there were people here late last night, you know, uh, help, just helping just because they want to be part of it. And... Uh, I call them our badass volunteers. And that's, you'll see them walking around tomorrow. They'll have badges on. This is badass volunteer. Badass volunteer. volunteer. <laughs> I like that, I like that. And you told me, there's like 50 people who, who volunteer out of the goodness of their heart and they want to be a part of it and that's awesome. And the reason they want to be a part of it is because this event 
is fantastic. I told everybody about this. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is the best mid-sized cigar fest, if you want to call it that, well, uh, ever. It's the largest in the Midwest. We've got 25 cigar vendors this year, like 35, 40 total. A lot of stuff going on. Let's talk about some of the vendors, some of the fun stuff. So tonight, the night before, you've got a, a pre-registration party at the lounge, Fat Ash Cigar yep, Lounge. Yep. Uh, what else is going to happen there? Because I heard that that there might be some karaoke going on. That possibly, maybe Luciano is going to get up and sing. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we we're having uh, uh, karaoke tonight at the lounge, and um, weather permitting, you know, we were going to have it outside, but it it might, it might not rain, work it out. Might rain. And so the guy just got a hold of me. Says, "Are we going to be able to do it inside?" I said, "Well, I hope so. We'll make it happen one way or another." But um, that's going to be a lot of fun. People will get their bag. They will get their T-shirts. They'll get the swag that comes with it. Uh, their badge for tomorrow, tomorrow's entry. Uh, we've just had so many great uh, sponsors. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Warfighter uh, Cigar Company, they, they couldn't be here this year, but they sent us the badge holders. They sent us 300 of these things to help us with this event because they uh, support us. We carry their brand, and, and I really appreciate those guys. They they are awesome, and uh, like Sandy's racing and gaming. Next year there will be. You said there's you know nothing. I know you meant cigar wise. There's nothing uh, within two hours. Correct. I knew Correct. what you meant. Correct. I know what Correct. you meant. Absolutely. Because there's a, a lot of there's great, a lot of stuff to do. There's here. a lot of great things to do around here, but uh, starting next year there will be a gaming center casino basically uh, that have partnered with us this year wow they uh, graciously provided the backpacks that the VIPs will get uh, as part of their package that's awesome. uh, they will get those tonight wow. at, the, at the event so um, we're just super grateful for so many great people making this thing work uh, I'm grateful to you for you, you traveled a long way to be here and I love and you, coming Dwight this place is awesome I love what you do People ask me, and, and I, I told this to you yesterday in private, and I'll say it on the podcast because I think people need to understand what a good lounge looks like. This is what a good lounge looks like. It's an owner who is involved, who has a passion for the Leaf, has a passion for not only your customers, but the community at large and is involved. And, and when you walk into a shop, you know it. And I think I told this story last year on the podcast, but I remember last year, Luciano flew in from Nicaragua specifically for this event. It wasn't like he had, you know, he's gonna go visit a ton of lounges before and a ton of lounges after and, and do that grind thing the manufacturers do. He came in for this and I looked at him and I said, why would you fly in to Ashland, Kentucky, two hours away from major cities? And he goes, because it's Dwight. <laughs> this is what it looks like. If you're a lounge owner, like this is, this is the standard. This is what you should be doing. And I don't say that because I'm here. I tell everybody this. They say, what's your favorite lounge? I'm like, Fat Ash. Oh, like, where's that? Ashland, <laughs> Kentucky. They're like, where? I'm like, yeah, no, I get it. But that's, this is it. This is, this is the lounge. It's an amazing lounge. You've done a great job. And the proof is in the eating of the pudding, I think is how the saying actually goes. And you can see it from, from who's here. Let's talk about who's here. How, like, who are some of the vendors? You can see behind us, West Tampa Tobacco, uh, Luciano Cigars. Uh, Crux is here. Yep. Uh, Fuerte Libre is here. Um, uh, Crown Heads is here uh, with uh, Osgener uh, Cigars. Who else? Who else do you have? Um, we have uh, 
uh, uh, Brian from Cavalier is here. Uh, we have uh, David Blanco from Blanco Cigars uh -huh. will be here tomorrow. Oscar Valderas uh, will be here. Uh, we have Rick Rodriguez Rick. from West Tampa Tobacco. Ricky and Sarah yeah. here. It, it's 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 amazing. I mean, uh, it just continues to grow. Um, Greg Free from Fuerte Libra. Uh, Steve Cook with uh, Gurkha Cigars is here. Some first timers, uh, but it's it just continues to grow. It does. We, we continue to have people want to participate, which is refreshing because you know multi vendors. It doesn't. It's not all about one brand. It's hard for them to do this. And and so when you approach them about that, it's it's not the most, it's not the greatest thing. It's not for the them. best conversation because they have to share the spotlight. Absolutely. But you know what? That's what we're trying to convince people that there is, a, it's a better way of doing things. It's not all about you. It's about the community. And yeah. so let's share the spotlight. Let's let everybody. Let's have the big boys right next to the little guy. You know, and it's. It's Which a great... is the way it should be. This is a communal, I've always said, kings to street sweepers, everyone in between, sit down, have a cigar, and for the manufacturers to be able to sit down James, and when, come when, together. When you go to enjoy a cigar, you're not thinking about where these, these companies rank on the corporate ladder, you know, in, in, in no. the big business. and you're not thinking of any drama that's going on in the industry, anything like You just want to sit down and have a cigar. So why do we, why do we want to... In, in, inject that Absolutely. into such a great hobby, a great thing in, in, in enjoying cigars. Well, I mean, I have an answer. Controversy creates cash. Like that's, no publicity is bad publicity. Yeah, but we, we don't care for the drama here. We just, that's right. We're about the love. I, it, you guys really are and it's fantastic. And that really shows in the amount of manufacturers that you have here, the amount of vendors you have here, but not just that. You guys have two cigars how, like that were made specifically for this event. And the first one I have right here, show it to the camera. You can see that it is the maker and that is exclusive to you guys and the Mild Kentucky Herb, uh, blended by Ricky Rodriguez and Luciana Morales uh, from West Tampa and Luciana Cigars. And then you've also got something coming out from JSK. Yeah, the Tyrannical Buck Fixins. Tyrannical Buck Fixins. It is a Kentucky event. It so is, after all. My I had to get Kentucky the lingo. Event. Yes, the yes lingo I now. like it. I like it. But uh, what's it like when manufacturers come to the event, love the event enough to go, you know what? I think we'll make a cigar for the event. That is a tough question, James, just because I'm still, my mind is blown. I laid eyes on uh, the maker this morning. Now, obviously, I've known it was being uh, produced, it that they were going to make yeah. it. Um, those, Luciano and Ricky are just, they're great friends. Yes. Uh, they're not just, you know, people that I associate with. They're great friends. And they approached me uh, with this. I found out first about it at TPE uh, in Vegas. And um, I was, I, I, it brought me to tears, which isn't hard to do. I'm, I'm a crier, but so today was the first time that I got to smoke that cigar. What'd you think? It is phenomenal. I hate to talk it up too much because it is, it's a show exclusive. Um, I don't know how many boxes were made. There are, it's limited. 
It's amazing. I'll let them tell you more about it when you talk to them. And it's made by two of the most well-respected and some of the, like two of the best blenders in the business. I think that is a, a bonus for me um, that, that that's the case. They're two of the best people in the business. Absolutely. And that's what attracted me to these gentlemen uh, to begin with. It wasn't necessarily their uh, their talent, it was their character. Yeah. And so I was just a, a huge fan of both of them. We, we became very good friends and they approached me about this. Uh, I was in Vegas and Luciano uh, broke the news to me and uh, I immediately got Ricky on the phone and <laughs> you know like I said I was I think I might have been a little uh, choked up but it, choked up yeah I would have been too but it's amazing it, it, it's amazing I, it's surreal yeah. I was talking to my friend Paul Wood that uh, he is uh, one of the people that work uh, for Luciano and uh, we just looked at each other this morning and said can you believe this because we used to talk about I love cigars and how we'd love to be in this industry and things just, you know, prevented it. But um, we, we gave each other a hug this morning and said, can you believe it? Look at, look, look where this has brought us. And now you're in it. And I would say arguably as a guy who travels around quite a bit and goes to a lot of cigar lounges, that this is the best lounge you could possibly go to. Is it, look, is it the biggest lounge? No. Does it have the biggest humidor? No. Does it have the best people? Yes, and that's what this industry is all about. It's all about the, the, the friendships that you make. It's all about uh, the acquaintances you make in some cases where you may only talk once a year when you're here at this herb, but they're meaningful. And you, you always remember who they are. And this is something you won't forget. Guys, I'm telling you next year, if you're not here, you're kind of missing out. Would you agree? I, I would agree. I think it's, it's the, the best thing that, uh, and I've attended other consumer shows and I try to take notes. And I've not been to a bad one, I'll say that. But um, you're a better man than I. Well, you know, people are trying. Absolutely. You know, I Absolutely. have a support system. I have Tim Nicely uh, that works for me at the shop, him and his wife, Tanya, my wife, Shannon. I mean, tirelessly, their, their backs are breaking to help me. My manager, Stephen Ray, and his wife, they've gone above and beyond because they, they, they care. Absolutely. And it's so strange, they're my employees. They're not my relatives, but they're my brothers and my sisters. And they, they want to see it succeed, uh, you know. And so I'm just, I'm really blessed. I, I love it that you compliment my shop and this event so much, but you know, really, it's it's the people around me. Absolutely, brother, no, that, I get that it. Your staff, this. but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now. From experience, it starts at the top. Now, I have never seen, and I'm not going to embarrass you, but I've never seen people come together and rally around a shop owner the way that your people do. Ever last year, after the after everything was said and done, after the after party, they came together for you and your wife in a way that I've never, ever seen anybody else do. And that's when it really clicked for me, because it was a great event, I had a good time, and you're a good guy, and you put on a great show. But that's when I was like, oh, you, you have relationships. Yeah, they shocked me. They surprised us, and uh, they took up a collection to send us on a little getaway because of the hectic chaos that this is. And, and it, 
it embarrassed me. But, it did. Uh, I, it did. I remember that. And I wasn't going to say what it was. I'm glad you did. But they did. They came around and they supported you because you support them. And it's a give and take. And I'm telling you, if you want to open a, up a cigar shop, you should just call and pick this guy's brain and figure out what he's doing because he's doing it right. Well, I, I think maybe I, I mentioned it last year. And I should have mentioned it first this year. Uh, God has blessed us. You know, our, our faith is first, and so everything that we have is because of, of His blessing. So uh, if you want to figure out how to do anything in life, uh, lean on God. Let, let Him be the focus. Absolutely. And I, I Ed. People just walk in front of the camera. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't Lucia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cameos, cameos. But that's 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 the reason we are where we are. No, absolutely. I, and you know what? You, you've got such a great event here. I wish you continued success. I want everybody to know the after party this year is here at Boyd Convention Center. And what's funny is it's going to be a super late night for the volunteers. It's going to be a super late night for Dwight. <laughs> it's going to be a super late night for everybody here because they got church in the morning. That's and it's right. right here. It's and right so here. It is going to be church meets here. River Valley Church, right here. If you can't make it to the Herf, but you can make it to church, we start at 10.30 Sunday morning. 10.30 Sunday morning, uh, you better be here. Uh, you should just probably come. All of you need Jesus. Trust me, I know. Yeah. I know most of you. So Dwight, thank you so much again for your time. Hey. Again, great show. I thank can't wait. You. We're looking forward to it. Uh, stay tuned, guys. Uh, coming up, we're gonna have interviews with everybody. We're gonna wait till tomorrow after everyone's kind of sitting down and the, the vendors have a lot of time. I'll be able to talk with them for five, 10 minutes, get what, what they think of the show. Uh, and uh, maybe, uh, you know, maybe we got some surprises for you coming up in the next few weeks. Some of these guys will be back on for a full interview. Dwight, thank you so much. Badass Cigar Lounge, Ashland, Ash, Kentucky. Jeez. Ashland. It is hard to talk, Ashland, Kentucky. Uh, make sure you, if you're in the area, like if you're passing through, stop, say hello to Dwight. Exit 185. There you go. See, he even I knows 64. It's like you've done this before, Dwight. It's Couple like you've times. done this before. Thank you so much. I hey, appreciate thanks it. Thanks again. Hey, guys. It's James, Simply Stogie's podcast. We're out here today. Risty, JSK. Risty, thanks for taking the time. I appreciate yeah, it. It's like Q&A with everybody. Everyone's in fucking yeah. line. They all want their cigars. It's crazy. This is your second year here? Third year? Third year. I've been so coming here from day one. Day one. I'm a lifer. I'm a lifer. I'm a founder. Yeah, yeah. Why do you come here? We just had a conversation. Tell me what. Tell them what you just told me. Matt, the people, the music, the cigars, the camaraderie. This is a place like. I don't come here to work. I come here to have a good time. It doesn't feel like work for me. Just look everyone out here. This is a phenomenal multi-vendor event. This is the third year. I'll be here until I keep running or until I, until I go. Every year, I release a cigar. As much as last year, this year, I'm tyrannical. Fixings. Five, five and three-quarter by 56. This one's in a bottle for VIP. The five-packs are broadly for Duros. It's not the original tyrannical buck blend. I took out the, the strength from the Lajero and I toned it down with the sweet Jalapa Hilero. So it's a nice, creamy, smooth cigar. Any time of the day you can enjoy it. And I just like good shit, you know what I'm saying? I make good stuff, you know? Let me ask you this. There are people in the industry who find you an abrasive. Asshole. Of course. Oh, did you just say asshole? Yeah. That's all right, I'm an asshole too. They find you abrasive, divisive. What do you say to those folks? Come talk to me. I'll change your mind. I think you will. You're a nice guy. I'm a really good him. dude. Why Dwight? Because 
I mean, I know you said it's the people, it's the camaraderie, but he's such a good dude, right? Yeah, so Dwight, Dwight's got a spot in my heart because when I released Fuck the FDA, it was controversial. Dwight called me, he's like, brother, a lot of my people don't kind of do cuss words, but you're a good dude, I'm gonna support you in whatever you make. So I, I know I got a home here at Fat Ash, I know I got a home in Ashland. What's next for you? What's coming up for JSK? So I'm releasing, I'm re-resecting re, re, re my Cerna knock line I stopped making in 2018. I'm coming out with an 8x48 in November. Uh, or actually in August, I'm sorry, in Rudy's in Fort Wayne. That cigar is something I rolled two years ago. It's just sitting there. So like, people find me as an asshole because I don't do things like other people in this industry. I don't care if I sell cigars. I rather sell, I, my cigars come out when they're ready. I don't have an agenda to really four or five blends a year or sizes. I just do my own thing, have a good time. And there's something fresh about that, and I, I like it. We talk a lot, we've been talking a lot on the podcast lately about respect, right? Respect for the industry, oh. respect for the culture, respect for where the, the, the history, where it came from. Yeah. I think you have that respect. I got respect for my customers because I look at it like this. I know how it is. So I'm a cigar nerd, legit cigar nerd. I, I would collect cigars nonstop. And I'll get so disappointed when someone released something and you know they just made it like a month ago. Right. So now I just spent my hard-earned money to age your cigar. I don't do that. My cigars do not hit the shelf until I think they're ready. And that could be a year, that could be two years from now. It's like my 8x48. I rolled it two years ago and I'm now releasing it. I could have released it anytime I wanted to, you know, just to hit my margins or my numbers. But sure. as a company, I don't look at my, you know what I'm saying? If you're happy, I'm happy. If you, yeah. You know what yeah. So, where does JSK fit in? So, in an industry that is all about respect, because here's the thing, right? Yeah. So, you've got your guys like 20 years ago, Pete Johnson, Matt Booth, John Hooper come in, right? Mm -hmm. Tatted up, and all the old guys in the industry, all these, these guys have tatted up, they have no respect yeah. for it. And they've made a niche yeah. in, in this industry. How are you going to make your mark? How are you going to make your mark, change the hearts and minds of the people who are like, he's just abrasive? Come talk to me. I'll tell you a really cool story. I landed in uh, Dortmund, my first year in Dortmund. The guy walked up to me, we talked for two hours, and he's like, I have to apologize to you. I go, for what? He goes, you come off as a fucking prick online. He goes, you're the nicest dude I've met in this building. He goes, you talked to me, you took your time to talk to me, you gave me cigars. He goes, you changed my whole perspective of like how you are. I go, that's just how I naturally, I'm a, very abrasive. I'm a bull in a china shop. I like to walk in, make some noise, but I like to do it right, you know what I'm saying? Pete Johnson, so Pete's a really cool dude. I talked to him. He actually gave me advice. He's like, man, do you, do your thing. Matt Booth, same thing. Yeah. You know, so I talk to those guys all the time. And, you know, I try to help anyone out here. You're a cult of personality, like a Pete Johnson, like a Matt Booth. And so you're going to rub people the wrong way. I think the longer you're in this industry, yeah. people get to know you. Because on the internet, what it, it doesn't is. translate well, right? Sometimes no. you're typing and it... People are like, no. what did he just say? Yeah, no, yeah. You know what it is? Like, so, like this industry has like a playbook. Yeah. And they're like, here's the playbook. And I'm like, well, I don't do I that got my own. I'm not even going to open that book. You know here, watch this. I'm going to write this play down right yeah. here. This is what we're going to do. You're drawing it in the sand. Yeah. I, I don't seek shops. Yeah. I've said no to more shops than I'm in. Wow. I don't care that. I, yeah, I just picked up 40 accounts. If I can't have fun at your place, I'm not going to come. You know what I'm saying? So for you, it's all about the leaf. It's all about... It's all about tobacco because that's yeah. how I got into it. I was that nerd and I was always just looking, what's the next good cigar? 
But then I kind of looked like every next good cigar is not the good cigar to buy. You know, so like now I started getting picky. I apply that to what I do. Like, I haven't released a cigar in, since last year, Fat Ash, with the Munchies. I have nothing till then, till today. Till today. I'm not worried about, I need to make two more SKUs for Red Knight, two more SKUs for Tyrannicals and do that. It's not my playbook. No, absolutely. Risty, I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much. Yeah, Can't man. wait to try the new cigar. Thank you, man. Risty, JSK. Don't judge a book by its cover, folks. Now, come talk to me. You have a good time. I'm here with Greg Free at the Mile Kentucky Herf Ashling Kentucky Fat Ash Cigar Lounge. Uh, Dwight Atkins and Company. Greg, thanks for stopping by the Q&A portion of the show, I suppose. Everyone's still in line, though. <laughs> it's a great show. It is a great show. Yeah. Uh, huge. How many people have you talked to so far? Because we've only been open for 51 minutes. I've talked to 75 people. Well, did, you, I, did you count? Well, I know that because the bundles are 25 and I've gone through three bundles. Three bundles. Oh, well, there you go. That's a good way to count. Yeah. Why are you here again? You were here last year. We talked last year. Why, why my old Kentucky here? This is the best event because the crowd is just incredible. I mean, not only are, is Dwight amazing and the rest of the crew and all the volunteers, but the crowd. It's the yeah. people that come to this that are just fantastic people. They all love the leaf. They're here with a passion. They're not here for, for swag or gifts or anything. They're just here to meet the brand owners, the brand reps, smoke great cigars, listen to fantastic music, and it's just great. So Fuerte Libre, I'm familiar with it because I met you last year. Uh, I love the cigars. Some of these folks may not be familiar with it. What do you tell them? Somebody new, hey, Fuerte Libre, never heard of you. What is that? What do you tell them? Small Dominican brand. Our cigars are made in a factory that's never had an American brand before. They've only produced cigars for the Dominican market. So we have a, an exclusive right to 40 hectares of Dominican tobacco. All of our product has a very consistent flavor over time because it's in that same property over the years. With having cigars for four years now and now six full lines and a couple more lines coming out, it's just a great new product to experience a traditional Dominican cigar. And it really is creamy, smooth, but not boring. In fact, you have a Connecticut, and I think we talked about this last year, but if you didn't see the videos last year, we're gonna talk about it now. When you went into the factory, these guys have been rolling cigars for a while. You come in and they're like, this guy has no idea what he's doing. You're like, I wanna put a Connecticut wrapper over this, and they're like, it'll never work. Tell us that story. Yeah, so I was basically, what I was trying to create was a cigar that was a surprise, you know? And I wanted all the flavor of a full-bodied cigar, but in a medium smoking experience. So I, I told him, we were sitting down at lunch and I just said, look, I want to put San Andres wrapper because we had we bought a lot of wrapper. Some of it has blem blemishes. You can't use it as a wrapper. So I was thinking binder or filler. We actually put it in the filler. Oh, wow. With double Dominican Lajero. And when I said I wanted to do that with an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, they said in Spanish that I was an idiot, that I didn't know what I was doing, and that it would never sell, and it was blasphemous to put a full body core in a mild wrapper. So it was a lot of stuff coming at me. And I said, I said, listen guys, let's just go back to the tables and roll a couple of these. We rolled a couple, worked on the ratios a little bit, got it to where I liked it. They still were not completely convinced. Six months later, we went back to the factory, and on the line, every single guy rolling cigars was smoking a Sun Country. <clears throat> and now it's our number one seller. Now it's your number one seller. How many blends do you have? So we've got, in fact, we have six lines, but two of the lines have two wrappers. Okay. So we've really got eight blends that we're working with. We've got 20 facings right now. We've got a new cigar coming out soon. 
Can you talk about the new cigar? I can talk about the new cigar. Are you going to talk about the new cigar? I'm going to talk about it. Tell me about it. Okay, so the new cigar, three years ago on the farm, we planted first-generation Criollo 98 hybrid from Cuba. So it's Cuban seed grown in the DR. So the core of the cigar is going to have Nicaraguan and Cuban Lajero, Cuban filler, Dominican binder, and a Mexican San Andres wrapper. It's going to be a full-body smoking experience. It's the first true full that we have in the line. Our Midnight Vendor is a medium full, so this will kind of complete the line. The Avalanche was released in September as a mild. Now we'll have a true full. And that's what we've been about, is just kind of fill out the line. We don't just want to come out with a product every six months or every three months. We want it to be impactful, and it's got to be good. I spent two years blending that Avalanche to get a mild cigar that I would enjoy. Right. So we take the time it takes, and if we don't have a cigar that makes sense to release, we just don't release. So you told me yesterday on a scale of one to 10, being full, this was an eight. The, the Avalanche? The new, the, no, no, the Avalanche is a three. It's a three, this one is a? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. When's, where's the 10? When's the 10 coming? You know, honestly, the, the 10 is, it's tough in the Dominican Republic. So we're working with a core of inherently mild tobacco. All of that Palado Cubano is just so mild. Uh, and in, in particularly, our Palado Cubano is really mild. So we're using, when we say double Lajero, we're just trying to lift it up to a medium. Our Lajero is not like Nicaraguan Lajero. It's just not going to take it there. How hard is that working? Like, is that just one of the biggest challenges where you're trying to get a little more oomph out of the, the tobacco? Is that one of the bigger ones you guys deal with? Well, it, it is. It's mainly because we're not in a tax-free zone. Our factory has to pay a tariff on imported tobacco, which is pretty high. So it's more expensive and we don't have access to the variety of tobacco that we would have, say, in Nicaragua. And a lot of that's expense, too, just getting product there versus just you're in Nicaragua, you've got the tobacco. So when we put Nicaragua and Lajero in that new cigar, it's expensive. And we're trying to keep our product at a price that your average cigar smoker is going to find a great Dominican product at a great price. So what's next for you guys? What's next for Fuerte Libre? So coming up, we besides that one, we are going to do an event-exclusive Lonsdale. So we've been working actually on a Lancero with the Midnight Bender Blend. That's a tough cigar to roll. It's yes. a tough cigar, especially with a San Andres wrapper and a Dominican binder to get it to burn well. So we've, we're still working on that Lancero, but in the meantime... In the meantime. In the meantime, we're going to have an event exclusive that's going to have the same core blend as the cigar I talked about releasing uh, in a couple months. Same core blend, but with a different wrapper. You're in 70 shops. You're going to the PCA this year. Are you excited for the PCA? Try to get in a few more shops? Hoping to be at 100 shops by the end of PCA. I think 100 shops is the benchmark to finally get brand recognition. You know, we still walk in shops that has never heard of us, but we're also at the point where we have shops calling us that we've never heard of. Tell the folks how they can get your brand, Fuerte Libre, in their shop. The best thing you can do for any brand that you love is every shop you walk in, ask for it, even if they don't have it. If you don't see it, ask for it. It's, it's, like the, it's like me going into every liquor store and asking for Eagle Rare. I know they don't have it, but I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. And it's brand recognition. So, and that's actually how I've had shops call me. Some of my best shops are shops where a customer went in, asked for my brand, they didn't have it, and the shop called me. Had a lot of fun with this guy yesterday. He could karaoke his ass off. If you want to see the footage, slide into my DMs. Uh, you might be able to uh, persuade me. <laughs> to show you uh, his, his Sega shops. Greg Free, we're going to have you back on the podcast. Full episode coming soon. I want the people to get to know you and your brand. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you. Have a good one. I am here, Mayo, Kentucky Herf, with Oscar Valadares. Oscar Valadares Cigars. Oscar, welcome back to the program. 
Man, I like it. I love it, man. I have great time, you know, great people, good events, so I really enjoy it. So this is your second or third year here? My second year. This is your second year. So yeah. last year was your first. Why did you come back? Because love it, man. It's a, it's a great event. I think, you know, cooperation with last year is more people this year. And, you know, you see, people enjoy it. And, you know, the cigar business is like, uh, you know, it's coming like family. And, you know, everybody, you know, coming here and talking about cigars. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, right? Yeah. What are you smoking right now? I smoke in the hell. <laughs> it's a great cigar. It's a great cigar. I had it last night. Tell me a little bit about it. Okay, this is a it's a series Heaven and Hell. I have a Connecticut wrapper. This is a Maduro wrapper. Hell. It's a Nicaraguan wrapper, but a filler Honduras and Nicaragua. It's like a medium plus with a lot of flavor, sweetness, creamy. It's a great cigar. Very good response at the store selling very well so that's a great cigar it's a great band it's got a great look i think your yeah. marketing is always on point how important is marketing in the cigar industry you know uh when i'm making my cigars i try to put story behind the every single brand so i have a superfly for the music the leaf is covered with the leaf the heaven and hell is strong and light so you know it, it's very important because i can talking about my product to the customers and it's a great cigar, but good story behind. So, which one's your it. favorite, Heaven or Hell? Shit, my favorite is uh, <laughs> yeah. the next one. <laughs> the very next one. I like that. Yeah. What's next for Oscar Valadares? Okay, I have a next in July. It's a leaf. It's ten years in the market. Wow. So I have a ten anniversary of the leaf. I release in uh, June, July, and I have extension of uh, the Oscar in Connecticut and 2012 Sumatra wrapper. Oh, wow. Yeah, box press. It's hard to believe 10 years on the market, right? 10 years already. Uh, I am in the business 12 years. So I, I'm making a couple brands before, but Leaf is 10 years in the market now. So it's 10 years. So we had Island Jim on the podcast. Yeah. He was fantastic. I know you're good friends with him. You still working with him pretty close? Absolutely, as... absolutely. I'm working with him right now. Actually, I have the Island Gym Connecticut yep. released this year. Uh, a little bit, but in July, the explosion I want to put in every single store. So it's working together in some projects right now. Very nice, very nice. Are you going to be at the PCA this year? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So we'll catch up with you there as well. How important are these small events compared to like the PCA? And I know it's apples and oranges because the trade shows for retailers. But the events are kind of for retailers too, just one specific retailer. You know, uh, I really started my business like uh, 12 years ago and I visit every single store. You know, I travel in many years, uh, 290 days a year. Yeah. So for me, it's no small event, it's no small store. i tell you the story. I have a customer last time, it's a small one in Honduras. And later, I visit him, you know, making events later he take the space in the airport so he's my best customer for me it's not a small event it's not a small customer you know it's, it's a customer and here man it's a lot of people so it's a great event i really like it it's because i'm here what's next for you where are you headed after this i come back to honduras uh, actually i open a second factory right now oh, wow. Yeah, in my factory, I'm making only my cigars. Congratulations. But I have a lot of people, you know, asking to me for the private label. So I'm making, a, uh, I opened a second factory just for private just labels for private right label. now. Wow. Uh, growing tobacco, making boxes, uh, you know, uh, more experiments. So it's, more it's experiment. busy. 
That's amazing. That's awesome. I'm going to let you get back to it here in just a second. Uh, what do you want to tell the people? What do you want the people to know about Oscar Valadares, Oscar Valadares cigars, OV cigars? What do you want them to know? No, you know, I want to say uh, it's, it's a hard work. It's uh, a lot of passion in this business. But I have a lot of people working in Honduras for make sure the cigars, people buy it. You know, people can enjoy it and put a lot of, a lot of heart in that position. Uh, right now, I send the groups to Honduras, like cigar tours, and the people can see, you know, the passion of the people working in the factory. So I want to say, guys, every time you buy a cigar, you're creating more jobs for the people in Honduras. Right now, it's uh, 1,800 employees I have in Honduras. But the whole team, all collaboration, everybody's in the same boat. So make sure you have a good quality product. I'll tell you what, a lot of U.S. consumers don't don't understand the impact that buying the cigars has yeah. on other countries. It truly is yeah. a global economy. And when you're buying that cigar, you're supporting a lot of people, not just on the U.S. side logistically, yeah. but in the factories and in the farms in Honduras, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, Peru, Brazil, wherever they're grown. So you make a huge impact. It's a great point. Oscar, thank you very much. I thank appreciate you, it. Good luck. My Congratulations pleasure. on 10 years. I appreciate it. Thank That's you very awesome. much. Appreciate it. Here at My Old Kentucky Herb, Rick Rodriguez, West Ham Tobacco. Welcome. Thanks for coming on. Well, thank you so much for having me hey, on. Man. It, we, we, we had you on a little earlier uh, last year. I think it was late last year with your daughter, Sarah. Yep. She's here. That's it. Yep. She just got back from Nicaragua, yep. taking a factory tour. Yep. How was that as a dad, seeing her doing all that? Uh, unbelievable, because again, uh, if uh, I wanted that uh, to happen, but she didn't come to us and say, I want to be in this business. So what we did was send her uh, to the factory's trainer, because all I don't want to do is go out there representing West Tampa with my stories. Right. So what we want to do is train her to become a roller, like her great-grandfather, great-grandmother was. I can't roll a cigar to save anybody's life, but I can blend so now she can talk about her experience in the factory, share those stories, and also share our stories together about West Tampa. All brings it back together. It, it's her a circle of life. Yeah, it's a absolutely. circle of life. Absolutely. So you, for this event, my old Kentucky Herb, and we'll get to why you're here in just a little bit. But you did a you did a cigar specifically for this with Luciano. Yes. From Luciano Cigars. Yeah. Talk about the maker. Well, it's a blend that uh, we decided that we needed. We wanted to work together, and so who we're going to work with, and both of before I said it, Dwight, Dwight, because we know how valuable Dwight and Fatness is to us and our companies and it's great for person. So this is the opportunity to share the first time uh, we're making a cigar together with somebody. And so the blend is kind of, I knew the tobacco I want to work with and Luciano had all the tobacco I want to work with. He has never worked with a Connecticut uh, Bundy from uh, Ecuador and he's never worked with Manso Espino from Brazil. I suppose these are two of my favorite tobaccos. Yeah. Let's do it together. So he worked with the blend, shipped the blend to me. I said, bro, I think we stifled maybe two blends. I said, bro, this is it. This is it. And so when you have a great ingredient, a great chef, you can make a great dish. You always bring it back to that. I asked you, I remember you saying it was a corporate kitchen, now you're in a smaller yep. kitchen. Mm -hmm. So when you work with these guys and have this collaboration, it's really artistry, isn't it? It's two it is. artists coming yeah. together. 
You already kind of said why here, why Dwight, but why here, why Dwight? It's Ashland, Kentucky. There's not another cigar lounge around for two hours. Yeah. Why Dwight? There, when you enter a, a, a shop for the first time, or the thousand type, you get this sense, this feeling. Are you home or are you just doing business? Yeah. And when I walked in the first time in Fat Ash, the reception I received, and they didn't know me, and I don't know them, but I felt like, okay, this is home. This is different, right? This is, I, you can steal it. The there's same a, thing. When you walk in, there's like a vibe, right? The and you're same just, thing that anybody kind of goes away from that shop near his house to get to the other shop. Why? Because I feel more comfortable in the other shop. So like me and like everybody, you shop with your shop because you get that feeling they, they care for you, care about you, and they want to honor you and do the right thing. So last year we had you and Sarah on and I asked you about events and you said you didn't have anything you know planned. How many events do you have now? Because I see you guys all over social media. We got an event here, an event here, an event here. How important is that to West Tampa? How important it is to the shops? Talk about that a little bit. You know, uh, the events are very important because if you look at uh, my history of CL, what built my my brand was the personal connection I made. So we know as a, you know, a company, it's hard to have the money to do it, but you have to do it because without your telling the stories, it's kind of, you're leaving your story up to somebody else's cell. And it gets kind of diluted along the way. So the best thing is to hear from me, hear from my mouth, hear from Sarah's mouth, my partner Gus's mouth, because this is this is it. And so uh, that, uh, you know, events, I love it. What do I do for a living? It's very simple. I smoke cigars, make free pe uh, people, and travel. So sign me up. Also, you karaoke, but we won't get into that. Yeah. Here, here. <laughs> Let's talk about West Tampa Red. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Tell me about that. Yep. Uh, it's the next in line. You had the white. You had the black, which yep. I love. Yep. The Attic series, one of my favorite. Review simplystogies.com. Go check it out. But the West Tampa Red. Yeah. Tell me about it. Well, uh, if you look at the uh, two blends that we released uh, last year or this year, uh, was white and black. And the white, we wanted to receive maybe all your flavor from the wrapper. Yeah. But if you look at the black, I wanted you to receive all your flavor from the blend. So now I want to deliver a cigar that you receive the flavor equal, 50-50 from the grid and from the wrapper. So I think if you're building a foundation, you're not, uh, you need to have variety, not just one, one, one. So that's the reason. And so if you're a fan of, if you ever smoked in the attic and you're a fan, that's kind of our test plan. Do you like the wrapper from Mexico? Oh, overwhelming. There was very good yeah. response. Okay, I think you're going to like the red because virtually the same cigar that we made for Attic is going to be the red. Wow. Yeah. So, made the cigars, the maker specifically for the shop. Is it safe to say you'll be back next year? Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, you know, uh, last year, because of uh, my situation of leaving one company, starting the other one, I uh, had a miss, but uh, I guarantee you, if it's going to be done, Next year, the following year, 10 years from now, I'm going to be here every event that I can. You know, Nick Sirius is on uh, location doing something else for us, so he couldn't be here. Uh, he was really sorry that he missed you because I remember last year, he's like, I can't wait for you to meet Ricky. You've got to meet Ricky. So we're looking forward to having you 
maybe your daughter both back on the podcast. Yeah, we'll soon. It'd be great. I appreciate your time. Bro, Have a great show. Love you. We'll talk Thank to you soon. You. Thank you so much. My old Kentucky Herb, the man, the myth, the legend, it is Luciano Morales. Luciano, Pleasure, welcome man. back. Pleasure to see you again. Always, always. always the bridesmaid, never the bride. We will get you on the show, I promise. We've got it scheduled. It's on Absolutely. the calendar. Looking forward to it. But we're here at my old Kentucky Herb. The first thing I'm going to ask you about, the first thing I asked Rick about, the maker. Talk about the maker. Absolutely. So Rick and I, we know each other uh, for quite a long time, but we never really interacted. You know, like then we see in events and stuff. So it was here at the Old Kentucky Hearth, the first edition, that Rick and I really sat and, and talked about tobacco, and he was very curious about the agricultural part of, of, of the business, and that's something I'm very passionate about. So we, we became very good friends, and we've been like, uh, you know, talking to each other, you know, very frequently. So he came to the factory not too long ago, and he saw some of the tobaccos that we had there for years, Brazina uh, Matafina, Brazina Rapiraca, a regional tobacco from Central America called Masatepe. And this, this, this broadleaf that is growing in Ecuador. He said, man, we should do something. Well, what can we do it? What can we do? And he said, man, we should do something for Dwight and Shannon because that's where we met. That's, that's where we, uh, we connected. So here we are. Here we are with the maker. Yeah. I know I asked you this last year and you told me you do anything for Dwight, but mm -hmm. you made a cigar for Dwight with Rick Rodriguez. No. Like two of the best blenders in the game right now came together and made a cigar for an event in the middle of Kentucky. This is where you met him. Mm -hmm. I remember last year you and Nick Cirrus, my co-host, mm -hmm. you guys met and you had a great conversation. It's hard to do multi-vendor events when you're a vendor, but is it really that hard here? I think it's, uh, it's not hard, uh, you know. Of course, it requires planning, it requires effort to travel and, and bring you know, people and, and all, the, all the cigars. All. So it is, it is something uh, that we have pleasure in doing it. It's part of who we are, it's part of our job. The, the interaction with the consumer, it's something that's really important for, for all makers. Because right. that's the chance that we have to kind of feel the temperature, you know, see the reaction when they smoke and be able to kind of share. And I think it's good for everybody and we love it. I don't see it. Uh, I don't see it as an effort, I see it as, 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 a, as a joy. There's not a lot of that in the industry. It always seems like everyone's always at each other's throat, and it's, it's hard for the consumer to kind of cut through that. So these events are important for you mm -hmm. to be able to talk to them, right? Sure. Take it right to them, explain what you're doing. So why my old Kentucky Herb? We have, as I turn my back to the camera, which is <laughs> faux pas number one. A ton of people here. How many yeah. folks have you talked to already? I don't know. We started at 11 o'clock in the morning. I lost count. As you can see, this place is packed. 300 yeah. people here. So it's really amazing, man. And, and every time you talk to someone, it's something new. You also learn a lot from people just by listening to them. Hey, I smoked this cigar of yours. What is in it? And why I feel this sensation, uh, this flavor. And we, you have the chance to explain why. So it's, uh, it's I love it. You know? You get a chance to interact with other vendors, other manufacturers. Is that fun for you as well? Of course, yeah. We, it's, I see the spaces almost uh, every every single place we go, and we have multi-vendor events. And during TPE, during PCA, we always have the, the opportunity to interact with our, our colleagues, and it's lovely. This is a very unique industry in a sense because uh, we do talk to each other. We do share. Uh, I was talking to Oscar about tobaccos that, that we grow, that he grow. We've been doing business 
for a long time. We have some other other manufacturers that buy tobacco from us, and eventually we buy tobacco from from them. So this is it's a very small industry, and it's an industry that is truly made by by friends. People call it family. I think there is a very true sense of family in this industry. On the manufacturing side as well. I, I, I agree, and it's it's fun to see that, uh -huh. and then see it transfer, especially here at Bad Ash and Mile Kentucky. Here, really is just like a big sense of family with everybody and community. Yeah. And you got you have to dig that. But you talked about PCA, right? So that's coming up. It's right around the corner. What's next for Luciano Cigars? We have a couple surprises for this PCA. Really? Uh, absolutely. Which I cannot like just tell right now. <laughs> Maybe when we have our interview, yes. uh, we'll be able to do that. Uh, we have a very interesting expansion in our line that will happen uh, during PCA. We're going to be presenting some very unique uh, products. Uh, we have a couple specials too for PCA that are coming out. And also uh, with ATL, there's some uh, interesting, uh, there's a very interesting cigar coming out of ATL as well. So it will be, we'll be fun. People will be very pleased if they come and check it out. I can't wait to have you on the podcast proper with Nick. We're going to get into ATL. We're going to get into all the stuff that you guys are doing. Real quick, tell the people why they should come to my old Kentucky herd. If you haven't been here yet, it's hard to explain, but the, 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 the feeling, the, 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 the camaraderie is like a light event. It's, a, it's an event that you just feel like home. No matter where you're from, no matter your cultural background, believe me, come to Kentucky. Experience the fat ash my old Kentucky Hearth. This is one of a kind event. I never missed since they started, and I plan not to miss in the future. You really got to come out here and see it. Luciano will be playing with the house band later tonight. I heard you're going to be doing drums. Really? <laughs> I heard you were doing drums on a, on a song. And honestly, my old Kentucky Hearth is the only place you're going to see Luciano and Rick Rodriguez do a duet on karaoke. Oh man, they should not say that live, man. We had a great time <laughs> last night. What's what happens in a karaoke stays in a karaoke. <laughs> I didn't know that. Is that how that worked? <laughs> I didn't know that. Luciano Morales, Luciano Cigars, My Old Kentucky Herb. Luciano, thank you very much. I won't Pleasure, take up more of your time. Pleasure. Thank yes. you so much. Thank you. Uh, here at My Old Kentucky Herb, David Blanco, Blanco Cigars. David Blanco, welcome to the show. Thank you, brother, and it's a pleasure to be here with you, enjoying this fine weather and it, these great cigars. It turned nice here at My Old Kentucky Herb, it didn't did. it? It was did. a little rainy earlier. How did things go for you here? You're all sold out. I am sold out. Uh, my old Kentucky Herf, this is my first time at it, uh, 2023. This is the third annual. I intend to be here as many more years as they want me here. Uh, I love coming up here to Kentucky. It's a beautiful time of year, and there's a bunch of great people in there. Uh, Dwight and the whole crowd and, and, and the whole crew at the shop uh, make it such a welcoming place to be. And, and the hospitality, as they say, southern hospitality. Absolutely. It is. And you travel all over. You're I in do. a lot of lounges. And I'm not putting you on the spot. I'm not saying this is your favorite lounge, but this is different than a lot of other lounges. Isn't it is. It, it is. Um, the, the camaraderie and the, the the friendships that you build here are genuine. You yes. can tell sometimes when things are a little bit more put on and more formal or more uh, in the professional manner. Here, it's almost like hanging out with your brothers and sisters. It really, your bullshit detector does yeah. not go off here. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely crazy. Uh, you got to come down. Uh, next year, like, going to do it for a lot of years to come, I think. Absolutely. We had a bunch of product here today. We had the Blanco 9. We had the Above and Beyond. We had the Cigar Obsession line. Uh, we had uh, the Primos Estate selection here. Uh, I know I'm missing something, but we sold out of everything. Everything. It's all gone. <laughs> it's all gone, which is something I always shoot for to try to go ahead and get our product out there. But I, I was done before I had lunch. You were? So 
You absolutely were. It's a testament to how much people are enjoying our cigars, and we're very honored and grateful, humbly uh, grateful that uh, people show their love and support our family. Um, a company and our veteran-owned company, and so it's very honored, honored to do here. As they keep talking in the background, tell the folks about Blanco Cigars. If they're not familiar with you and, and your your lines, what, sure. tell them about it. So Blanco Cigars has been around since uh, 1998 in its current iteration, current format. I started with my father and my uncle Francisco, and um, we've gone through, as many companies do, uh, iterations of morphing and, and growing. And uh, over the past now 25 years, 25 years was February for wow, us. Wow, congratulations. Uh, our family, however, thank you. Our family, however, goes back in the industry five generations. From the days of Cuba, 1886 is actually when our family started wow. in the industry. But, of course, things were lost there for a moment in the sixth, in 1960, yeah. 5960 with the Cuban Revolution. And it wasn't until I wanted to continue my family's legacy and, and tradition. I didn't want it to die with my father's generation. And so in 1998, we reinstituted Blanco Cigars again. And uh, I've been the face of that uh, my entire adult life, pretty much. And I uh, continue to grow the brand around the world. And we're in every continent uh, in, in the planet right now. We continue to grow. But there's still a lot of work to be done. And we're still considered what some people call boutique. I don't really know what that actual definition means. But What's I'm, your definition of boutique? Because everybody has a different definition. I, I, well, I am not corporate. So if you're not corporate, I guess you're boutique. Is so, that how that works? I, I mean, if, if you're corporate, you're not boutique. No, absolutely so not. So I'm not corporate, so I guess the only other alternative would be boutique. So we're family-owned. Uh, we own everything that we have. Uh, our family uh, runs the factory, and that's the Placencia factory. Uh, our families are we're cousins. So I work at that factory exclusively with all the brands that I manufacture for myself. And then I do different brands. I manufacture different brands for other people around the world. Um, so everything I do is specifically out of our family, because I wanted it to be family oriented. Absolutely. And, and the, listen, if you're gonna be related to somebody in this business, uh, I, can't, I couldn't have chosen no. by accident or purpose a better family because the amount of varieties of tobacco in the facility that they have allow me to create just about anything I could possibly think of and blend that people would like out there. So I'm very lucky to have them as family, uh, to be able to do what I do, and the passion that I have for this is, is what I love. And, and you definitely have a passion for it. That comes through. Thank I you. saw you interacting with people last night at the uh, pre-registration party, which... <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> I, there, there's footage of it out there somewhere. Somebody slide into my DMs and maybe I'll, I'll send it to you. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, and it was a good time last night. So it, that's it, what it this really, is all about. Really, uh, that's what it's all about, is to have a good time. I want to get you on the podcast proper, really dig into your background, your sure. family and everything. But working with Placencia, it's a little bit different because now they have their own lines. They're not just selling it tobacco. Uh, it's almost Casa Fernandez slash Aganorsa where now they've got this other business model and Placencia sure. has really started to take yeah, off. Yeah, it's, that... it's hilarious to see because for years I would go into a shop and they'd talk to me about my cigars and they'd ask me, well, where are your cigars made? And I'd say, well, at the Placencia factory. And they go, uh, who's that? Who? Who? What? <laughs> no, you know, I mean, I think for the past six, seven years now they've had their brand maybe. Yeah. And time flies, so I, I, I don't have quite a grasp on time, but I would say almost for 20 years of my career, maybe a little less, 18, I would say Placencia, people wouldn't know who I was talking about. Now I say Placencia, they go, oh, well, well, 
Those are really is, good. They've always been that. They've always been that, absolutely. But they were doing it for other people. Yes. And so now they're doing it for themselves. I'm very happy. So now that they're that. doing it for themselves, does that pose any challenges oh, for no. you? Good. No, not at all. Not at all. It's a family, right? We're all family. There's there's a plenty of pie for all of us. And I what I what I talk about is not I look to increase my slice of the pie, but the reality is what we're trying to do is increase the size of the pie. That's right. So that means everybody's slice gets bigger. And so that's it's a, it's I don't even call it friendly competition because they're family. I've I've helped them in in regards to where I see issues with uh, with retailers out on the road because they're primarily in the, in, in the factory as a family and then they have their sales force so if I see issues here or there I'm happy to you know let them know and, and, and try to uh, head off some issues if there are or any any questions that people have because they know I have an affiliation and then people ask me questions that I can't answer so I will simply just pass that along to their sales force and their management so that they can answer those questions. So it's to help, that always is, to help the family. It's always rare when someone goes, I don't know, but let me find out. Yeah, well, it's not my, I don't distribute their product. Uh, I'm intimately um, familiar with their product, Yes. but it's not my my place to talk about Placentia's production and, and their blends because they have their own people for doing that. But if I can help in any way, the family, that's what I do. I think and it goes both ways. Yeah, and I think that's great. That's the great part about it. Yeah. Where's, what's next? for David Blanco and Blanco Cigars? Well, we're gonna try to roll out a 25th anniversary cigar uh, in the next 12 months. We'll see what happens with that, with packaging, because packaging, guys, still a, is, is a still logistic issue? issue. Oh really? yeah, wow. uh, packaging, logistics, and transportation, and materials being moved all around are still issues, but it's less than it was, of course, with the, with the pandemic ending. But th this is gonna take a while to recover from. Yeah. And so, uh, bear with us, be patient. We are working on new things. I have a, a new uh, product that I'm working with, a new client, a private label. Nice. Um, that should be coming out shortly. I'll, well, why not? I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll put it out here. Put it out here. It's going to be called Gambino Cigars. Gambino. Gambino. You've heard that name of that I, I have. I've that's heard. the family. Yeah. That's awesome. That's the name of the family. So uh, they're looking to do a premium, uh, ultra premium uh, wow. cigar. And they enjoy my product and said, Dave, we want you to work with us. Nice. So I'm going to be intimately involved in uh, the manufacturing, importing, and distribution of that product next. So Congratulations. Another one of those. Another uh, one. Uh, another, another. I don't want to say headache, but it's one of those things. Another where you, project. Yes. Uh, sometimes projects can be headaches. You never know. But I, I love what I do. So there's always going to be challenges. Always. So those challenges become headaches sometimes, but you work through them. And it's a, a great opportunity to spread the Blanco um, uh, brand out there and, and, the, and the Blanco name and another great product. Absolutely. So that's what I'm really excited about is I get to create more art. You know, as a painter, I don't paint, you know, that they paint their art and sculptors and I, my is art, art. Is, is my cigars. Yeah. So it gives me another opportunity to make another piece of art for those that enjoy it. And I hope that all of you will enjoy, continue to enjoy all of our Blanco cigars and everything we have new coming. There might be another blend in the cigar obsession line, even. Oh wow! That'll be a fifth blend for that, a 25th anniversary, and the. Uh, so a lot of Gambino. stuff coming up for you. We do have a lot going on. You're a busy guy. You're I try to be. Guy. Listen, that way, I, if I keep myself busy, I don't get in trouble. <laughs> That's how I do it too. Keep That's yourself it. busy. That's it. Not in trouble. David Blanco, Blanco Cigars. Thank you so much. We'll get you on the prod podcast. We'll dig into you, your brand, yeah. uh, your history. It'll be great. And for all of those that want to find out more before the podcast, we dig into it. You can follow us on Facebook at Blanco Cigar Company, uh, Instagram at Blanco Cigar Company, of course. Uh, what else? We have the website, BlancoCigars.com. So there's plenty of information out there. We're all over social media. You can follow me personally 
on uh, Instagram at David Blanco 007 or Facebook as well on my public figure page at David Blanco. There you and, go, guys. Uh, follow us around there. Go give him a follow. Great cigars. Give him a shot. If they're not in your B&Ms, ask for them. David Blanco's Blanco Cigars. Thank Stay you. Stay smoky, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks, brother. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my old Kentucky Herf again. I am here with Andy Effie, National Sales Director of McAuliffe Cigars. McAuliffe Cigars. Great to see you, buddy. It's always a pleasure seeing you. We just had you on. I know. It's great. I mean, I... I can't get enough of you, James. I can't get enough of you either. I can't. <laughs> the new Leyenda sizes are out. Yes, they came out this week officially. Uh, you, did you try one yet? Not yet. Uh, I did buy some. Yeah. I, I, I think some. I took care of you on that. Oh, no, you absolutely took care of me. I appreciate that. Uh, my old Kentucky Herf. It's always a good time, isn't it? It is fantastic. This is my third year doing this. Yeah, you're a founder. I'm, I'm one of the veterans. I remember the first year that we were here, it was half this. I mean, yeah. half the amount of vendors, half the amount of attendees, and this year blew me away because even compared to last year, it's night and day. Night and day. It yeah. is, I want to say it feels like it's two times bigger. It feels like it is too. Like the line was a little bit like more congested this year, but I mean, everybody seems to be having a blast in there, and here's that's the, what matters. Here's the thing. I've been to events where the lines get long. People want to stop. They want to talk to you. They want to talk yeah. to Ricky. They want to talk to Luciano. They want to talk they to everybody. They want to talk to me. Oh, but. we love talking to you. Everybody loves talking to you. <laughs> so they want to stop, and they want to talk to you guys because they don't get to talk to you all the time. Mm -hmm. So kind of bags up. And I've been to these events where people grumble and gripe. And, uh, I don't want to yeah, move. I want to move. Yeah. Wasn't that ca wasn't the case today? No. Everybody's so nice here. Yeah. I mean, the culture that Dwight and team... So you're going to keep coming back? McCall's going to keep coming back? Oh, absolutely. We, we will be here every year. There's no doubt about it. Until they kick you out? Until they kick us out. But I don't think they're going to. I don't think they will either. You know, it's crazy. Like, the first year that Dwight did this, the main reason he wanted to do this was to get a bunch of people together in one spot because it was COVID. Yeah. And it was at the end of, you know, everybody basically, uh, what was it, uh, containing themselves inside. Uh, they weren't even quarantining. Self quarantining. Yeah. You know, it's been so long I forgot that forgot word, word, which is a good thing. That's a dirty word. Yeah, it is. That's a dirty word. But everybody was quarantining and he's like, I need I need to do something to get everybody in one place and have a good time and smoke cigars. I don't think he imagined it would turn no. into this. No. Not at all. Not at all. There was a BM expo yesterday where we got to go around and, and it was great. It was a, such a good time. He's always trying something new, something different, not only for himself but for the manufacturers. He's a great host. Yeah. How has sales been with the new uh, with the new size of the Leyenda? Oh, yeah. yeah, sales have been great. I mean, everybody was very excited to have it. As you might have known, we did a couple pre-release events ahead of time. Yep. So, you know, the guys that got it in their hands were already excited about it. They had already had a chance to smoke it. And uh, now they're just asking for more, which we can't we can't be more blessed. Uh, today was the unveiling of it here at Fat Ash. They had not had it before. No. The customers had not had it before. Uh, and 100% good feedback on it. Several guys came back and told me how much they like it. So good. I we're excited about it. I can't wait to try it. I've been, since we talked on the podcast, I'm like, when is this coming out? Where can I get my hands on it? Went into the lounge yesterday, went, walked in the humidor. First thing I said, where's the lay-in? <laughs> yeah, that's, where's what, the lay well, that's what you said to me. You're like, it's not here, Andy. As soon as Andy walked in <laughs> the door, I'm like, Andy, where's the lay -in? You're like, it's here. I don't know. He promised they got it. Yeah. He ordered it. He ordered it, and he's got. He had it for the show, so yeah, everybody he had it all here today. Great time here. Who have you got to see? Get to talk to that you don't normally get to talk to? 
You know, some of the reps that I only get to see once in a while, they were all here today. I, I, how many vendors was it? Is it it's over 20, right? Yeah, 25. So there's 25 vendors here. Some of these guys I don't get to see, but once or twice a year, maybe during PCA. Uh, so it was good catching up with them. Um, and I saw some guys from Dallas, some of the guys that it's their first time, like uh, the guy from Rojas, Albert. Yes, like, Albert. Hadn't seen him in a while. He's a great dude. Um, and then some of the guys that used to work with at LFD are here. So. Uh, it's always a good, uh, you know, kind of reunion here it's for the reps. It's kind of like a mini trade show almost. Because yeah. you're going to be there, I'm going to be there, we're going to do some stuff with Dan. And that's all we need. I Really, that's it. <laughs> Everybody just comes to see us. Yes, that's it. exactly. Uh, but we're going to have a good time. I know you're going to be busy, so I'll probably end up having to talk to Dan. If I have to, I'll talk to Dan. Oh, you're talking about PCA, okay. Yeah, 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 I'll have to talk to them. Yeah. Which is why I like coming here, because I get to talk to you. Yeah. Much more pleasant. You really are. Like Dan, if you're watching this, come on, man, up your game. God, he's gonna kill me. Yeah, he he's is. absolutely gonna kill yeah, me. Yeah, he is. That's why I'm keeping quiet. Yeah. What's next for you after What's this? What's next for me? Uh, you know, we just we're ramping up for PCA. PCA is only what two months away? Two months. A little less than two months yeah. now. Uh, so we got some exciting things that we'll be doing and unveiling at PCA. Some of you may or may not know what that is already. Uh, you're gonna hear a little bit more about it in June. Uh, but we're really excited to come back to the PCA trade show this year. It was very impressive last year at the changes they have made, and we're just excited to see the you know more improvements that they've made this year. So you got some surprises for us at the trade show. We do have some surprise. What are they? Come on. What are they? Oh, I can't tell oh, you. Oh, come on. Maybe Dan will tell you. Dan. <laughs> Call me. Call me. Andy Effie. National Sales Director of McAuliffe Cigars. Again, guys, McAuliffe Cigars isn't in your local B&M. Go ask for it. Yes. Great cigars. Try the new Leyenda Vitolas. I can't wait to try mine. Really looking for it. You'll enjoy it. I, I, I know I will. I know I will. Andy, <laughs> thank you so much, my James, friend. James, always a pleasure. And like you said, we're friends. We are friends. Yes. Absolutely. I love this guy. I love <laughs> this guy. He's awesome. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Hi, guys. My name is Blake Carroll. I'm with Ohio Cigar Mafia. And I'm Greg Varga. So we're here at my old Kentucky Herp and we are raising money for Southeastern Guide Dogs. Southeastern Guide Dogs provides task-capable, fully trained, real-deal guide dogs to veterans who need them. Whether it be an injury or PTSD, the dogs are provided to veterans 100% free of charge, not a dime out of the pocket of a veteran. So at my old Kentucky Herp, we have items which have been donated to the club for the purpose of raising money for Southeastern Guide Dogs. We've got many different bottles of bourbon and boxes of cigars and things everybody's interested in to come and get raffle tickets for these items. So it's $10 per raffle ticket and all of the proceeds, every red dime goes to support Southeastern Guide Dogs. Every dollar counts. Southeastern Guide Dogs was started in 1982. They started giving dogs to veterans and there's a discrepancy between 2006 and 2009. Since then, they've given over 600 dogs to veterans with disabilities and had zero suicides. That's the most important part, and we continue that mission. Absolutely. So Southeastern Guide Dogs is located in Florida. The Ohio Cigar Mafia is all throughout Ohio. We have chapters in many locations that we're doing events throughout the year. So you can find us on Facebook as Ohio Cigar Mafia or also on Instagram. Please come and be a part of raising money for Southeastern Guide Dogs and some of the great work that they do for our veterans. Thank you very much. Thank you.